What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? A touch of uh, not suitable for work humor, man. <laughs> not suitable for work humor. Yeah, yeah. Why, man? Why? Why not suitable, man? Because isn't all humor suitable for anything? It is. It is. Just, just not suitable for work. Man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe or not the workplace. Work, uh. Especially the topics. The topics we're talking about today. Very Actually, risky. yeah. Both topics, uh. Yeah, yeah. Both, both of them, topics uh. quite risky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect for an end of week podcast, lah. Uh. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe if you. If you, I mean, even if you're listening to at work, I don't think you'll blare this out on the speakers, right? Cause, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, just be careful if you do in case you've got young kids around. Because young oh, kids, yeah, can, yeah. they can get you in trouble as we'll find out later. Yeah, That's true. I did meet someone recently who said that they listen, but uh, they, they, they've kind of gotten used to the swear words in front of their kids. Mm, so mm, to yeah. those people, I salute you because uh, I'm not going to stop and I don't think Terrence will as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never stop stopping. <laughs> never but, uh, stop swearing. Never stop stopping. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But uh, I, I think uh, before we jump into all the topics, because we're really skirting around all of them, I think I, I just want to give a big uh, shout out to our Reddit community. La. I think that, mm. that that's, uh, you know, we've been spending a lot of time. I, I spend a lot of time Reddit now. La. Like, in, in the, not not just on our page, you know, but, but not in just general. on subreddit, but just in general. Uh, and yeah, the the awesome thing is that we are closing in the Yalabad uh, community on Reddit is closing in on 2,000 people, man. Which is uh, pretty amazing if you think about it. And I just, the, the concept of 2,000 people, I just don't even really know what that looks like. Does it fill up an uh, indoor stadium or something? Indoor stadium is like 20,000, bro. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so, 2,000 so, is maybe, I mean, you imagine the biggest Chinese wedding you've been to, right? Mm. Th- uh, 100, 10, 100 tables. So, twice the size of that. Oh, okay. Wow. That's hard to imagine. I don't don't think I've been to one with 100 tables. I, have, I think I've been to one with 90 tables. 90, okay, okay, okay. You sure? Our common friend, the 90 table one, the one where every speech started with uh, Dear Ex-President Nathan. Oh, uh, I, was, I don't uh, think I, I went to that one. I went to the, the friends oh, yeah, and you family went to the one. Fun one. <laughs> which was like, I went to the destination <laughs> wedding. Yeah, you went to the... <laughs> The Singapore oh, one, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just went to the former one, which was boring as shit. Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, yeah, that had nine hundred people, nine hundred people. Okay, okay. So, so the, that's what two thousand people feels like. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, so do check out the Yalabad uh, subreddit. I think it's an awesome place with uh, a lot of interesting comments and, and discussions. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. The link is in the show notes as always. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, cool, cool. So ready to All jump right. right into these risky topics today. Yeah, just so incidentally, both kind of risky. Uh, mm. um, but but the first topic is is the news that uh, MCI, the Ministry of Communications and Information in Singapore, has uh, shortened the permit for Vogue Singapore, mm. which is the mm. Singapore version of the fashion magazine, uh, the international fashion magazine Vogue. Yeah. So, before I go into the details, when you saw the headlines, right? What 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 came to mind? Uh? Uh, <laughs> I did not know that 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 Vogue Singapore even exists, lah. To be honest, I was like, okay, Vogue magazine, but apparently, Vogue Singapore is a quite a not not too. It hasn't been around that long, you know. It started sometime, I think in twenty twenty or a couple one two years back. 
Is and, it? Uh, yeah, it's only been around for that long. And uh, yeah, they're already uh, in trouble already. Uh. The last time, in fact, last time they got in trouble, when, when I did a bit of research, the last time they got in trouble was was during the height of, uh, you know, the, the, the pandemic paranoia when, when I think the staff at work gathered for a photo and, and that photo mm. went public and then they, they had to apologize for the lapse in judgment and letting people gather in such a big group. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's Vogue, what Vogue Singapore, Singapore is... Oh. So Vogue Singapore is new. That means previously when we get the Vogue, Singapore, Vogue magazines in Singapore, that was Vogue Vogue. Probably imported, uh, yeah. Imported. Yeah. Ah. So I guess what they mean by Vogue Singapore, it means that there's a editorial team in Singapore. And they they create the design of the I mean they they create the magazine themselves, lah, you know. Uh that means maybe they take articles from the main Vogue and, and some contributions from local photographers and, and, and uh content creators and all. But yeah, they, it's published under Vogue Singapore. Oh, Vogue So Singapore. that's what the, the that's why I think they need the, the permit to 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 you know be exist in Singapore. Lah. I think I think I got mixed up with uh uh Esquire. Because uh, I remember when you said Vogue Singapore only existed 2020, I was thinking, eh hey, no, but I've seen some of the people in media and all appear on some funky fashion magazine, but that's Esquire. Mm, yeah, so I just mixed it yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, Vogue Singapore different. is 2020. Yeah, that's right. I see. And yeah, I think Vogue is more fashion focused, if I'm not wrong. Than, yeah, than fashion something focused. like Esquire. Yeah. So yeah, so so what essentially happened was um that Vogue Singapore they have a current one year permit, but mm. it was revoked as of yesterday, twelfth mm. October, no thirteenth October. Um, but then the magazine reapplied and MCI gave them a shorter six month permit. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. even know that magazine permits are one year at a time, mm. because I assumed mm. that that I mean. If you're a magazine in Singapore, you're employing a bunch of people, the last thing you want is your permit to be revoked. Like, so six months, I don't know, but but all they said is that um, it had breached the content guidelines for local lifestyle magazines on four occasions mm. within the past two years for nudity and content that promoted non-traditional families. Yeah, yeah. Right. So hearing that statement, right, what does it make you feel, uh, Terrence? Uh, I mean, I, we... we this is all part of the. Remember when three seven seven A was uh and it was announced that it would be repealed. Yeah. I think there was a very uh there was also an announcement on the side by MCI that they it would not affect the content guidelines. Mm. Mm. That means content guidelines would would be status quo la. They would stay the yeah. same. So Correct. you are seeing. I guess what you're seeing here is an enforcement of that la. That you know maybe there was some uh uh in in their words I would say some alternative lifestyle content and all uh, being depicted in the magazine, whether through images or text. And uh, yeah, that, that breached MCI's guidelines. Uh. Yeah, but I always find it so so weird because, okay, so, I mean, this was also from cases from two years ago, right? Mm. Uh, that means it was even before uh, the 377A was repealed. But mm. it just feels like, I don't know, it, it's tough to to understand the context of like, you know, Singapore, we want to be you know, forward, uh, progressive, uh, liberal. Not okay. Not say we want to be liberal, but it mm. feels like we live in a climate where okay, everything's trending towards that in in developed yeah. countries. Even though Singapore yeah. might take a fucking long time, but when I mm. see this, I'm like, what? Vogue 
like they breached content guidelines for four four times over two years. How jealous yeah. could they have been? Yeah, yeah. How, and the thing is, how, how many people how what? How many people actually read magazines these days, lah? We unfortunately we don't have a very strong magazine culture anymore in Singapore, right? Like, like no yeah. one's uh, really reading magazines. I mean, I was just at the petrol kiosk today, and I I used I remember years ago I used to spend. You know, every time you're waiting for your car to 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 you mm. know to top out the fuel, you yeah. spend. I, I would spend quite a bit of time just thumbing through or looking at what magazines were available, and yeah. and over the years, that magazine shelf, that section of the petrol kiosk, has gotten smaller and smaller, and now in some places it doesn't even exist anymore. You know, uh. so it's like, is I, I mean, it, it is a bit of the Barbara Streisand effect, like, Where I didn't even know about Vogue Singapore's existence before today. And the MCI has brought it to our attention. And it makes me curious, oh, what exactly do they publish that made them, uh, you know, so guidelines? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, oh, can I CSI it somewhere and find out what exactly they did? Uh? Yeah, because like, like, likewise, I mean, like, um, I think in some way, the question you asked about who still reads magazines kind mm. of hints at the people who maybe would have complained about this. Like, because it would have had mm. to arise from a complaint. It would have had to arise yeah. from someone looking at a magazine and saying, oh my God, this is horrible. It's mm. going to cripple the family values of Singapore that has been ingrained in us since since the founding of our, our country, which is mm. fucking ridiculous. La. So, yeah. so I think, in like I, I guess it, for Vogue Singapore, I mean, in some way, it's marketing for them, la, right? Yeah. Because like what yeah. you said, right? I also didn't know they had a separate Vogue Singapore. And if they're publishing risque content in Singapore, why mm. not, man? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and I think uh, we're not alone in wondering what exactly they did because I think even, I'm just looking at the website for today online, uh, even them, they, they are asking MCI for specific details of Vogue Singapore's offending photos and articles. Uh. So <laughs> everyone's trying to find out now. Everyone's like, okay, show me the photo. Show me, show the, photo. me but, the photo. But one interesting thing that in the same article that they pointed out was that the IMDA's uh, website guidelines state that uh, even semi-nude models, semi-nude, with breasts or genitals covered by hands, materials, or objects cannot be featured. So... Hands, materials, or objects? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm just thinking like, hands covering boobs and all that, that's like... I mean, that that's kind of common really, like, right? You, you'd see that all over Instagram, if anything, like, right? Yeah. So, so, <laughs> it just feels like, wow, this feels like something from the 90s or something, like, these guidelines. No, but crazy, then even yeah. then, like, it literally says objects, is it? Hand, yeah. In, I mean, they quoted here, hands, materials, or objects. Yeah, that's right. But objects that are not underwear? La. Uh, I suppose so. La. Yeah, yeah. You, as in, you can't be obviously nude and then and then have something just lightly covering it, la, I suppose. The fuck? So it can't be in print magazines, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, these are the guidelines for the, under the Newspaper and Printing Presses Act. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, okay. So, maybe that might be the difference. Because, you know, like what you said, you go to a petrol kiosk and mm-hmm. you can thumb through the magazines and all, right? Yeah. Because um, I was thinking at first, hey, Instagram, why? why what's the difference? You know, Instagram is a fucking thirst trap. Uh, and mm-hmm. TikTok, you watch, you, 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 you watch one video of someone who's being thirsty, your whole feed becomes thirsty, thirsty shit. Like, right? No, I mean, what, um, do you, what do you mean being thirsty? You mean, I thought, I thought the one, the thirstiness comes from the person looking at the the video or clips. Uh I no, but I thought it's it's the, the term thirsty is applied to like content, like, oh that's a thirsty picture. 
Uh, in, if I look at the picture, I'm not thirsty. Wait, am oh, I? is it? I thought, that's why it's called a thirst trap, right? Like, it, it makes you, it's supposed to oh, make you oh, thirst. Okay. <laughs> that's my <laughs> that's understanding true. of it. La. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's so it's, like two it's boomers not, trying to understand, yeah. understand uh, <laughs> the ling- millennial lingo. Not even, not even Gen Y, millennial lingo. So yeah. it's not a thirsty picture. Is it a mm. thirsty picture? Is it a thirsty picture? So, yeah. okay, a thirst trap that I've heard. That I've heard about it. So, so yeah, I guess those kind of photos that make you thirsty. La. Right. What <laughs> the fuck was I saying? Us. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah, thirsty photos. You see, maybe <laughs> photos of someone wanting to drink water. <laughs> that's your thirsty photo right there. That's my, that's my TikTok. Uh. It's like yeah. Pokari Sweat, 100 plus, all the thirsty photos. <laughs> Yeah, so Ryong posted a lot of thirsty photos this week. A lot of thirsty uh, photos, yeah, correct. Uh, Nathan Hatono also last time thirsty photos with mm, Milo. Milo. But yeah, so so I guess the difference is that for Instagram and TikTok where, I mean, as as weak as it might be, there's still an age barrier. But for mm. print stuff, right, if yeah. you have a kid, if your kid, your toddler is at the petrol kiosk, petrol station, technically mm. they could get their hands on magazines like this lah. Yeah, yeah. And correct, technically, correct, correct. they could see someone cup their genitals with their hands. Correct. Yeah, and that would be very offensive to them, I suppose. But but but, I mean, it's still, yeah, like, Of course, the technicalities of it. I mean, uh, you can pass it, pass through them all day, like, Right. But, uh, I mean, kids with Instagram, isn't that like uh, all the kids with TikTok? It's like almost every kid has TikTok, right? Yeah, it's a crazy thing. Yeah, I mean that's why it's such a it's such a weird thing to 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 see. Like you open up TikTok, open up mm, uh, Instagram. Mm. There's so many thirst traps, yeah. um, right? But then you you see this kind of article, it just makes me feel like, huh, what what the fuck is going on? It's like we're getting even more polarized than ever before, la. And mm. and yeah, like uh, I mean it's funny that the last the there were two earlier cases, or the last time a permit was shortened. Mm. was when it was taken against a local arts magazine called Art Republic in 2014 for mm. two severe breaches of content guidelines for religiously insensitive and denigrative content. Mm. So yeah. that one, I guess we do have a protection against a harmful uh, 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 something act, the, the POHA. The maintenance of religious harmony and uh, all that, right? Yeah, yeah, maintain- yeah. yeah. so that one, there's, there's laws against sedition and all. But when it comes to like uh, risque content, the last two times were in 2008 for Clio mm. and 1998 for FHM. Mm, yeah. I guess that That's was peak FHM when I was sec 2. La. So that was peak <laughs> FHM. La. Yeah, peak <laughs> FHM. That was when FHM was like the magazine in both The magazine. And, uh, yeah. The magazine. If you, but, if but you had an FHM magazine. It, yeah. Do, do you think that um, the, you know, the, the civil servants or the, the ones running the show at IMD and all that, do you think that they don't use Instagram? Is there a possibility that they don't know what is going on on Instagram? Uh, that 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 they might turn a blind eye to whatever you know the like what you say the thirst traps on Instagram uh. Maybe maybe they don't have internet at work la, right, so they can't. <laughs> yeah, correct. They, they can't use their phones phone. to access Instagram. But I'm just correct. like, it's almost like, is it possible that these people don't realize that Instagram already like everything that is banned under there? Newspaper and Printing Press Act is already on Instagram, la, right? Yeah. I they, mean, they must know, la, right? They must know. They, they, they must know. It almost feels like it's a process that is outdated in the sense that if someone 
reports uh, mm. a risque piece of content, probably the authorities, they yeah. have to investigate it. And because they haven't updated mm. their parameters and thresholds, it falls within that. So I, I can imagine that even the people within the civil service working on this, there has to be at least a handful thinking, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But because the process, because the 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 years of legacy is there, mm. uh, these kind of things happen, lah. Yeah, and I guess I'm guessing there must have been a complaint from somebody somewhere, yeah. la, right? Yeah, if there yeah, wasn't correct. a complaint, then uh, why would they go and dig up these things, lah, right? When yeah, there's uh, there's a lot more. I mean, you can go after Meta and and, and Instagram if you want, la, But you know, you know, you know how that's gonna end, is is. It's not going to end in your favor, and you just look stupid, lah. But uh, I, I guess un- under this, uh, for magazines because yeah, like you said, it's a legacy thing. Uh, there's more room for them to maneuver and make it look like they're taking action, lah. Right. Mm. Then, yeah. but then, yeah. Then for digital magazines, because now you know every print mm. magazine tends to have a digital presence as well, right? So yeah. maybe maybe it's almost like MediaCorp. You know, MediaCorp you cannot show like risque stuff, but me watch you can. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there is that distinction. Uh. So, yeah, maybe Vogue Singapore, they, you go to the Instagram, then you can actually see what all the photos, offending pictures are. Like, I mean, right? honestly, if you are a new magazine starting in Singapore, this is brilliant marketing, man. Mm. Like, you mm. get your permit. Okay, may- maybe it might make the next application for the permit harder. But I'm yeah. just curious what the people working within ma- these magazines, Vogue Singapore, other magazines, feel about this. Like, Is it just like... Oh yeah, there's nothing new. We are working within the sandbox each and yeah. every day. Or yeah. whether they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I think, yeah, we just need to see the pictures. Yeah. But I mean, the, no denying it, it brings them into relevance for, for even a day or something, like, right? Yeah, when, correct. When you see headlines of yourselves on, on the news. when but Actually, no one has probably read magazines for them donkey years already. Like, and and you might be offending thing. a bunch of magazine readers, <laughs> uh-huh. No, 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 I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm also big on. I, I like, I still like to read magazines, but more, more independent magazines than, than, uh, you know, all these Condé Nast kind of uh, magazines, lah. So like eight days, uh, eight uh, days doesn't exist anymore, man. Gone, it I'm talking exist? about like print and yeah, yeah. I'm talking about hardcore like print. What the fuck? Eight days eight doesn't, days doesn't exist. exist anymore. Oh doesn't, shit! Yeah, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, man. Wow. Uh, Welcome, uh, like, like 2007. <laughs> once you back, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of um, I I mean uh, th- this magazine thing is just something I've also been just, just recently I just happened to be reading about how, uh, you know, in some places, uh, not in some places, actually only in, really in Japan uh, magazine culture is still a very very big thing, uh, mm. you know the, the the proliferation of of uh independent magazines and different magazines or different interests, different niches are still. It's still very big in Japan. La. They have a very big magazine culture. But uh, I don't think we can say that in Singapore. La, right? Singapore, we definitely nope, don't have yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, definitely so, not. Yeah, to see this as like, oh, MCI is clamping down on this and, and all that. I'm like, it, it's kind of, yeah, that, that, it just reminds me of the, the Streisand effect. La. You know, when you, when, when you mention something that you don't want people to see, but ends up people are even more interested to see it already. La. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just brilliant marketing. Brilliant mm, fucking mm. marketing. Yeah, but right. do you think this will move the needle on people buying the magazine? Or checking it out? I mean, I honestly feel a bit more compelled to definitely check them out and maybe uh, even buy the magazine, man. <laughs> but to support, uh. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like... 
just it's so it's so ridiculous but but I honestly think like I mean I hope it works out better for them and I hope they I mean okay I haven't seen their content I hope it's mm. good mm. Mm. yeah you, but I yeah, mean, yeah. You, I mean yeah I do really want to see what the content is like like was it at least tastefully done or something you know if it's tastefully done then then you know like then it becomes it goes in the realm of like uh yeah why why are people clamping down on on more artistic kind of photos and all that right yeah so, so that's I what think I'm interested the, to find out yeah I think it's more the non traditional families than nudity la. you think so right I think so I think the moment we got non traditional families in Singapore right immediately there will be some one section of the population that will be like this cannot fly. Mm. My ten-year-old mm. child can access this when he goes through the petrol station with me. Cannot, yeah. cannot, yeah. cannot have this. Cannot have this. Yeah, it's a, it's the world that we live in, lah. You know, uh, I, I mean, we're we're gonna see these cultural wars come up again and again. Uh, you know, like mm. how they did in Buzz Lightyear and 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 even all these Disney shows that used to be. You you would think that they are all kid friendly and all that, right? But in Singapore mm. and places like Singapore, Malaysia, um. Yeah, they're not deemed as kid friendly as you would imagine, right? By by yeah. by people who watch them and see, oh, non traditional families. Okay, something wrong, you know? Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, is yeah. kid friendly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But that's the world we live in, and it's a great time to also speak about uh, non kid friendly <laughs> content. Very, very, almost on the nose about it, like non kid friendly content. And what is this yeah. topic we're talking about? The topic is the latest news uh, mm. concerning a certain individual who I've seen pop up so much in the news recently, right? Yeah. That I think in terms of content creators, he's probably like the most talked about in recent times. Mm. And that is the news that uh, Singapore's one of Singapore's top OnlyFans creators, Titus mm. Low, has been sentenced to three weeks in jail mm. for breaching a police order and for transmitting obscene material. And he's also been fined, right? Like... Uh... Is it three thousand dollars? Yeah, fine, three thousand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, like, um, for for context, right? Like, uh, I mean, if you don't know what OnlyFans is, then uh, maybe, yeah, I I think that's worse than not reading magazines, lah. Um, <laughs> OnlyFans is a platform where where people can pay or subscribe to certain content creators for not safe for work content, lah. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. Titus Low, I think last year he started gaining prominence. Um and he started like earning a shit ton of money like, and he was quite open mm. about posting about his lavish lifestyle, his condo. Um mm. and recently he was in the news for proposing to this girl he met in uh, after one month and now as a kid and he opened up his own ice ice cream cafe. Mm. But I think as recent as earlier this year or last year, there was already the authorities were already clamping down on him like, mm. um for distributing obscene content. Yeah. And then now the sentence was passed. Yeah. So it's three weeks in jail. Yeah. But uh I think and, and in case you're just thinking that uh oh my god, another Singapore influencer doing something stupid, uh, you know, going up against the government and getting in trouble and then just trying to create uh just just being dramatic and creating news on himself, right? Um mm. this as this piece of news already is international. Uh I know like for example BBC the headline is Singapore jails only fans creator in first such conviction. I think yeah. um I think it's international because at, not not only in Singapore, like, right? I think everywhere around the world, uh people are grappling with the popularity of the OnlyFans platform, like, right? And everyone's mm. very shocked about how um 
how easy it's made it for people to choose to to you know build a career or build a, a career on OnlyFans, uh, right? Uh, yeah. By by like you said, submitting and, and uploading not suitable for work content, lah. And, and you know, a lot of people are grappling with like they they're very puzzled by how popular the platform is, and 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 you know, um, I guess in Singapore the question is yeah, lah, coming up against uh, what is a more socially conservative um, uh, state, lah, right? Like how how does something like OnlyFans survive, lah? Because if you remember mm. correctly, if I remember correctly, um, you know, even websites, I mean, obviously we had you know, very early on in internet, Singapore, uh, like had, had a very, um, I would say, almost a very ceremonial kind of ban on on uh, raunchy websites like playboy.com, for example, right? Mm, mm, uh, mm, then mm. everyone, after a while, you knew that, I mean, there's a lot more places where you can get porn that are not, that are not restricted by, by the IMDA or MDA at that point in time, lah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then in more recent years also, we've also, Singapore has also taken a step to ban um, morally repugnant websites like, um, what was it? Medicine? Ashley, Ashley Medicine. Medicine, right? Ashley Medicine, mm-hmm. which was the, the uh, I mean, people called it the cheating app, lah, right? Where it encouraged mm-hmm. people to have extramarital or or, or cheating uh, kind of relationships on their platform. Lah. Yeah. So that was yeah. also banned in Singapore. So to in a place like Singapore where we have, taken action against uh, international sites like these, right? I think a lot of people are watching to see what, how Singapore authorities would react to OnlyFans, right? Mm, but mm, but mm. actually, just, just for those people who don't, might not have a handle of it, what, what law or what would you be breaking uh, by having an OnlyFans account in Singapore? So that's where it gets a little, a little fuzzy, la, because mm. in Singapore, it is against the law to transmit obscene material uh, mm. or even create obscene material. Mm. I do, so, I, but by the way, I read it, it's not illegal to watch porn um, mm. or maybe it's a bit grey but if you mm. share the porn, if you mm. download the porn or mm. if you create you porn, make, then, you then you're in porn, trouble yeah. if you make porn. If you make yeah, porn, Even right? between consenting adults, the act of just making the porn, that's supposedly illegal, right? So that means also like sending nudes between mm. consensual partners is illegal, mm. lah. Right. It is supposed to be even taking the photo is, is supposed to be illegal, right? Yeah. But but that's yeah. why it's a bit like the three seven seven eight thing, right? Where they they say they're not gonna enforce it and all that. And, and, yeah. and I mean you can't possibly enforce it between couples, right? You know. I guess that that's why this whole case is is a bit fuzzy and there's a lot of people, there's a lot of chatter around it, which we'll go into. Mm-hmm. But just to give yeah. the, the the a bit more context about the 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 whole story. So mm. Titus um had he only joined it in April two thousand twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. And apparently for six months he earned after tax deductions about US two hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, from his OnlyFans account. Yeah, yeah. Because now he has about two thousand active subscribers, and he charges mm. a monthly fee of twenty US dollars lah. Where wow. and subscribers can tip people can tip him on on OnlyFans. That's the that's yeah. the benefit of the platform lah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. according to the Today article, um, I mean, he has photos and videos of himself in various states of undress, mm-hmm. as well as engaging in obscene acts such as masturbating. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so he he does post content that is very risky because you get OnlyFans creators who just post like like teasing photos, lah. You know, yeah, because yeah, because there's no there's no mandate about what you got to post on OnlyFans. Uh, I mean, Terence and I could start an OnlyFans account, yeah, uh, sharing yeah. pictures of us at our podcast setup, lah. 
Yeah, so uh, you're, you're I mean, saying that he has posted explicit content, right? Yes. That's because Risky could still be, you know, no nipple, Great, yeah. no genitals, yeah. So, but he's yeah. gone all the way and, and shown shown his balls and everything, right? Yeah, correct. And and yeah. I mean, even joking off, like, in the act of yeah. doing it. Like, have you, have you, have, I mean, uh, in the interest of research, have you watched it before? Have you seen his stuff no. before? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, neither you? have I actually. Neither have I. All this is stuff I'm reading online. Uh. So I'm on not... today, yeah. Your trusted source of explicit, uh, explicit, yeah, explicit to, content, yeah. On today, on forums and things like that. But I, I never actually gone to check out the content myself, like, which maybe we should yeah. as, as part of our research. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, how much more detail you need? The video of him masturbating. More, what more detail no, you uh, need? Again, similar to the, what we were discussing earlier, I want to find out how artistic it is. Like, you know, like how's the lighting? Oh, I see, and, like, I see. That, you know, three-point lighting and then got the hair light and everything when he's Got foreground, it. background. <laughs> and, all and, yeah. and then the you know, soft poker <laughs> in the background and all. I want to find out if he does it like that or is it really just like those kind of homemade, you know, webcam kind of uh, videos. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyone who yeah. knows, please sound out in, the, in our Reddit and just let us know. Like, I mean, don't, don't send us the link. Just tell just us the, about it. Like, the production yeah, quality, this, the production yeah, describe value. Describe it to us, you know, just so we have a better understanding of it than just, oh, he masturbated. You know, that's kind of boring. Like. Yeah. Yeah. La. So you're saying today also should give more details, <laughs> is it? Yeah, but no, then, so, so then you then they cannot show the then cannot let young kids read it. Also, there's, there's a then they will get their permit pulled by MCI. <laughs> yeah. Then exactly. then yeah. So but yeah. So that was the context of his membership. What kicked mm-hmm. off this whole investigation was apparently on September fourth last year, so twenty twenty one. A woman made a police report saying that she had found a video clip of Titus in her twelve year old niece's mobile phone, mm-hmm. and Lo was performing a sexual act in the footage. Mm, so mm, then mm. he there was a police case he had to give a statement in October um, and that's where I mean I guess he didn't do things that he did things that didn't help him also like, he was told yeah. that he couldn't access the OnlyFans account he gave them their primary email but he still had his secondary email access and then mm. he reached out to OnlyFans saying my account got hacked mm. he changed the password and then he uploaded even more videos and photos yeah so yeah. he also got a, a sentence for that, like breaching the police order. Mm-hmm. But then, even reading this, right, like there's no fucking article that I guess they wouldn't, but explains why the hell is the video, how did the video clip get to the niece's mobile phone? Like, was mm. it shared? Does mm. she have an OnlyFans account? Mm. Is it a phone that was borrowed from an uncle or something? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, like what we were saying just now, like, kids with mobile phones they can easily get around a lot of these age restrictions that we yeah. are placed on them and all that, right? Or yeah. even just like somebody shares with them a video that they got from someone else and all that. Mm-hmm. That's the age of the internet we live in today. So, um, I, I guess the, the, yeah, the big question to me was, um, if you find, if you happen, let's say you have a niece or nephew and you find that, you happen to find that they have porn on their, on their, on their phone and all that, right? Uh, and and regardless of where they got it or how they got it or how they came across it, um, yeah, would would your first reaction be to report report it to the police? Uh? That's my question. Because you're like, okay, traumatize oh, your niece. Yeah, you, won't you be traumatizing the kid by like, oh, you got porn on your phone now? Let's go to the police station. You know. Uh, so yeah, because kind of scary, uh, for a kid. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you're you're definitely going to tell the kids something because the police mm. will have to confiscate the phone. Yeah, right. And then look through your phone, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Like the twelve year old yeah. kid, like the fact that there's a twelve year twelve year old kid at the center of this, 
it just feels that way. That that feels like an issue as well. Like you know, yeah. like um, and 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 but everything's being kind of consumed by this one OnlyFans creator who is being charged. Mm. Um, mm. but another issue is that there are female OnlyFans creators in Singapore. Yeah. And yeah. and and I'm not so sure to what level of um uh n- not safe for work content they post. Mm. Uh, I think mm. one famous person, Tammy Tay, she is mm. also on OnlyFans. She has mm. been quite open about saying that she will never post like explicit content. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming that's the really lewd, the really like uh sexual acts kind of thing. Mm. But then there's a lot of chatter saying, okay, is this a case of double standards or is it just a case that? He he's quite um uh, uh, out there in the media, you mm. know. He doesn't shy away from going on the down low, and yeah. it's almost like is this something you want to encourage? Yo yo, for all those twenty two year olds out there, you're good looking. Um, here's something you can do. Mm. Right. Uh, so so you're saying that the the is that is the reason he's being punished like this is because we don't want to encourage authorities don't want. To encourage young people to to try to try OnlyFans, uh, I'm not saying that it is, but it raises questions like that, lah. Because mm. it feels it feels weird. Like there are other OnlyFans creators. Correct. Is it because he's the most public, and it's one mm. of those like, okay, you just as long as you don't caught you you don't get caught, you do your shit, lah. Mm. I mean, uh, similar to the MCI thing, uh, I guess once a police report is made, lah, right? They, I, I'm guessing they have to look into it, lah. Uh, and then mm. whether they they take further action is is quite um like like what we say about the laws lah, right about transmitting uh explicit photos of yourself and all that that's um I think it's 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 not easy to enforce lah. But if there's one thing about Titus Law that that really stands out is, and I think you you see a lot of online chatter about it as well is that he also shot himself in the foot lah. By mm. so explicitly, I mean, pardon the pun, so explicitly defying the police order for him not to access his OnlyFans account, right? Mm. Um, and 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 literally going back more than once to OnlyFans to claim that he got hacked, and 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 then uploading more pictures when he was told not to, like in the midst of the investigation. So it's the kind of situation you know you you bring yourself back a couple of years to um when the influencer pretty please. Also, you know, when she was being investigated for her seditious uh, music video and, and, and all that, right? And mm. uh, subsequently, she issued an apology, so-called apology to... Uh, about I think She issued an apology to... Um, who, did she, who did they issue the apology to? Uh, Pretty Please and the Brother? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't. But, but yeah, basically, they issued an apology yeah. letter that was very... Um, they could you could tell that it was that, that it wasn't exactly contrite or anything like they were not exactly contrite about uh what they had done they're not exactly sorry about what they had done uh, right and yeah, the tone yeah. of it was very almost like uh i think they were what they were apologizing to was the the was it the ad agency that was behind the the, the campaign or what like right the, but, yeah, they, but they it replicated. Up, they, yeah, uh. yeah, they replicated the tone of the the agency's apology and all that. So it it just didn't feel like a very sincere kind of like oh, okay, you know, uh, yeah, we fucked up and 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 this is our apology. And I'm not saying that they fucked up. I'm not saying that objectively that that what they did is terrible is morally wrong. I'm just saying that when they got caught by the the authorities, it seemed that they adopted a tone of very like they still very combative, still wanted to defy the orders and all that. 
thinking that you know people would would uh, support them and respect them for doing so. And I find that this is exactly what Titus Lowe has been doing lah in the past couple of months. Like like I think like you said, he opened his ice cream shop. He announced that he was going to be a dad and all that. You know, on social media, he wasn't keeping a low profile lah. So mm. when you are the I'm 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 just speculating that if you are the police or the authorities and and you are you know having such a public investigation of what this guy is doing and he's still doing all these things defying your orders and all, it's almost like um yeah raising a third finger at authority yeah. and and, yeah. and that that makes them doubly want to ensure that you you know you get punished for something lah. But then but then the thing is right like I think mm. why it's so tricky for the authorities okay because. It's one of those rules that, okay, if you make porn in Singapore, it's against the law. Um, yeah. If you distribute it, it's against the law. And yeah. as much as you can disagree with the law, if the law mm. is there, it can be enforced, la, right? Mm, mm. But I think the most difficult thing for the authorities is the nature of content or the, the type of content creator that the Titus Low is. Because, mm. you know, like being a content creator where chances are you have to work with brands at some point. You know, it's a livelihood. Yeah. You can yeah. be as controversial as you think you are. Even Pretty Please did a lot mm. of brand work, lah. And yep, because yep. she had that controversy, um, I mm. mean, I can imagine it impacting her. I don't know, but I can imagine. Yeah. But for Titus Low, right, who has built mm. his brand on a platform that is self-sustainable with people paying him, right? Mm. If he, and, and I think he's doing this. He's spinning it to his benefit. Like, after he got sentenced, he went on mm. TikTok, he said a video of how he feels. He's not doing mm. okay, but he's going to share a YouTube video of the whole thing after he comes out from jail. Mm, um, mm. then he has his ice cream cafe then I mm. just found out on Instagram that he has his own sex toy brand called uh, Mara Toys I see everything yeah and so don't forget the fact that he's on BBC now how many people yeah. around the world are going to log on to OnlyFans to see who this Titus Low guy is right exactly yeah. so this guy I mean like I, I, I don't know whether it's it's all like conscious or he's just very good at reacting but almost like if the government wants to clamp down on what he's doing it's gonna be fucking hard because he thrives. He can he can thrive on that sort of notoriety, la. Yeah, yeah. And and I like think he has. Nah. He's not someone who shies away from it, la. Like like even recently, I think he was in the news because he did a collaboration with the Malaysian, uh, mm. penthouse model influencer Miss Pui, Pui, right? right? Yeah, and yeah. um, apparently there was some drama where where she came to Singapore, shot some risky video with him. His wife apparently commented on that risky video saying, you know, saying that she wasn't very happy about or insinuating she wasn't very happy about it and showed a video of herself crying. And then after that, they took down the videos and then they had to post. And, and uh, you know, I go through nowadays as a, as a slightly boomer-ish uh, millennial going through all this. I'm, I'm already like almost numb to influencer drama. As in, I always mm. ask myself, is there a... Do they, do they do they have interest in just generating more buzz, even if it's like lame ass buzz, like like this kind of like uh, oh, you know, risky video, blah blah blah. Oh, my wife not happy. They can't think. You know, is that all just manufactured just to get young people talking about them, just to get on the news? And and if I can't get on the news with that kind of of information, if I can only get mothership, then maybe what happens needs to happen is I need to you know go to jail and then get on BBC, and that will you know triple my income the next time I'm. The next time I'm out of jail, lah, you know, so, so yeah. it's like triple, don't even say triple, I mean 10 times the income. Lah. So it, the, the whole thing just feels like a, like, like what you said, like, it's a, it's a very big game that, that these influencers are playing these days that they, you know, they, they literally use 
the the fact that Singapore is a very socially conservative place to their advantage uh, and to, yeah. to generate buzz and news from kind of like very um things things that probably wouldn't even attract that much attention if they were influencers in the US, like for example. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, even on his Instagram, his latest uh Insta stories is um him at Cartier's event yesterday with mm. a caption enjoying my time while I'm out. Or something it's almost like a mockery. Wow, yeah. Like yeah, it's a mockery. And like what you said about getting, you know, young people to talk about it. I mean, it's getting us to talk about Titus Low also. Correct, and correct, and I mean yeah. like I have a daily Google trend set up to see what are the news that come in through Singapore. And over the past few weeks I've been seeing Titus Low come up over and over and over oh. again. I thought you said you're gonna you have a Google trends of Titus Low. Oh, no, 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 because they are a subscription only platform, you can't mm. even fault them for saying, oh, it's a porn website that distributes freely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to sign right. up. There's an age gate. People pay. So then there's all these questions like, if you're a Singaporean porn creator overseas that distributes porn, that makes and distributes porn to Singapore, will you be liable? I think mm. you are. Mm. Um, or vice versa. Like, if you're an OnlyFans yeah. creator from overseas and you are stopping over in Singapore to, I don't know, yeah. stay for a holiday or whatever. And then you, I don't know, you create, you're just in your hotel in MBS and you take, you know, you, you take some photos and all. Have you committed a crime that will cause you to go to jail like Titus Lola, right? It's like drugs. Uh. Maybe, maybe the next time <laughs> on the plane also, you'll hear that drug warning. And then yeah, the second yeah, warning, yeah. if you take a video of you jerking off in yeah. Singapore, you are liable to our jurisdiction. Yeah. yeah. Please declare if don't you are share, only yeah, Please declare. <laughs> <laughs> on our customs form, we'll add one more box yeah, for OnlyFans creators. OnlyFans account. <laughs> OnlyFans yeah. account. Please provide us the address. Yeah, we promise we'll take a close look at it. But actually, I mean, um, you know, if, if you weren't if you weren't in the internet space, if we didn't work in digital media and all these things, right? You 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 you'd listen to you you see these headlines and all, and you would think like OnlyFans is this devilish creation. Like a like a Ashley Madison kind of thing, encouraging people to cheat on each other and all that, right? Mm. Sounds very negative, but actually, uh, on the contrary, right? Like, only fans has actually, um, has actually in some cases, like for example, you know, uh, I follow like uh mixed martial arts as a sport quite closely, right? And mm. there's always been a big hoo ha about fighters' pay and uh, how they're very unfairly treated as independent contractors. It's almost like the whole Grab Uber issue, like, where the drivers are not treated as as employees they're treated as independent contractors so they don't have protections and get paid as well uh. so they have yeah. that actually going on in the in the mixed martial arts world under the UFC uh, which is the biggest organization where a lot of uh, people are complaining hey the fighters are not being fairly uh, compensated for for you know being the stars of the organization uh, and they are under contract whereas they but they can't work for other organizations blah 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 so um, in recent years one of the big things that has actually become a uh, an uh, alternative revenue stream for some of these fighters, especially the female fighters, is OnlyFans. It has provided mm. them uh, a very steady livable income and, and it, it builds on their popularity as uh, athletes and fighters. You see them getting their ass kicked uh, in the cage one day and then the next day you can go OnlyFans and see their, literally see their asses. Lah, you know? So it's kind of a, I won't say it's been a positive thing, but it has helped some of these um, 
uh, you know, quite groups of people actually find a, a way to 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 build a, a career like monetize their popularity in a in a in a way that they couldn't if they were like you know or just go and start campaigning for better better working conditions and things like that lah, right mm, so yeah in some sense only fans even has that kind of like um like like it's the it's the it's the answer lah, you know when when people are getting screwed over uh, it's it's a it's a solution to to people getting screwed over by big corporations and all that lah. Yeah, I think I think even when we were thinking what to do with our series that uh, we still can't show because the mm. company is being liquidated. Mm. Part of it was also should we start our OnlyFans account? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think once I told uh, Faz also for his comedy special, I said, dude, put it behind OnlyFans. You'll get the buzz. You'll get the the just the the PR lah. But yeah. then you know even more on the nose for sex workers as well. Or mm, porn stars, and yeah. whether you agree, uh, whether whether you think the porn industry should be abolished or whether it's it's a fair thing, um, it does exist, right? And mm. it also has given a lot of income to these porn stars who sometimes get exploited by the industry, lah. Yeah. Um, because yeah. then they are in more control of their own compensation, like, And some of them make a shit ton of money, lah. Mm. So, mm. so it's just like weird to see how this unfolds because now when he comes out, he makes a YouTube video. I'm gonna fucking watch it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. like so many people are gonna watch it, and yeah. he's just gonna be top of mind, and he'll just help his brand, lah. So, so I don't know, man. The authorities, you got a, you got a tough little pickle here, man. Yeah, yeah. And and you don't want to in the pub in the public image around the world, that right? You don't want to be seen yeah. as the prudish, prudish little country that that you know that even clamps down on like a small OnlyFans creator and things like that, lah. Right. Yeah. yeah like what yeah, you say, yeah, he's yeah. on BBC. And once you're on yeah. BBC, chances are you're going to be on on other websites and other publications, lah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot, lah. But but yeah. So it's it's quite interesting in a way that Singapore again is the is the first. So I, mm. I think uh, there have been convictions of uh, OnlyFans creators. Uh, I think on the BBC they said it has happened, but but in places that are like Myanmar, lah, where definitely it's a bit more politically motivated, lah. These kind of convictions. Mm. Whereas in Singapore, mm. it's it's really about the content. It's about the explicit content. That's what it's been clamped down on. Uh. So, again, Singapore, another first. We're making news yeah, around man, the world Singapore. for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, about OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, cryptocurrency, OnlyFans, uh, yeah, things like that. Uh. That's what we're, if, we're making if, news for. If Yalabad ever truly declines, we know uh, we can start an OnlyFans account mm. or create a magazine and show just a little bit explicit photos and we'll get free marketing. Yeah, the barber Streisand yeah. effect, the Streisand yeah. effect. Just, just yeah, hands, hands cover, hands cover boobs. Yeah, yeah, hands cover boobs. That's hands cover boobs. That can be our twenty twenty two calendar issue, la. Yeah, but I mean, hands yeah, interesting, lah. I, I, I think Titus Low is uh, at the very least, you got to say he's a, um, interesting character, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Would, would, yeah, would. I think, I think we, we'd love to, to be able to talk to him and. Sort of pick his brain a little bit about all this, like, Yeah, right? I mean, I yeah. mean, we were almost we were gonna be in touch with him, but I think that was already when he had been served his uh, uh like court order, so uh, he couldn't talk because he yeah. has appeared on other podcasts before. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets tricky. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so what was interesting is, yeah, I think like like I I do want to just ask him about uh what what his philosophy is behind a lot of these things that he does, like, Right. Mm-hmm. Is it really just a, I don't care about what people think? I mean, course, that's that's kind of passe. That's kind of like I've heard that every everyone from yeah. every generation. There's always people from it's every like, generation yeah. that says that. But like you know, uh, what we're seeing is that he's 
walking the talk, lah, right? He's yeah. he's really like he knows guy. what people think. He knows yeah. what people and, think, and he's almost like reveling in in, in this in this attention now, lah, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's it's yeah. Let, let's see, let's see what what um if there are further developments from this story. Yeah, yeah. man. Further cool. developments, there will be lah. Yeah, there will I'm be sure cool, be, cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. So uh, yes. even Titus has two thousand. Only fans subscribers, and we have two thousand uh, people on our subreddit as well. Uh, is there? Are you a, thinking a, what I'm thinking, Darren? Yeah, I think I am. Me too. <laughs> is there one short comment that you like to highlight from these two thousand um, people? My one short comment is on the Reddit thread for the last episode, where a user who goes by the name of Homegirl Flyer mm. uh, actually shared um, her experience about mm. being an SIA student. Yeah, and yeah. she talked about so I mean certain things are like even how they need to stay within certain BMIs, mm. um, how they actually wear girdles to to help with like like heavy lifting and mm. and how being slim is is useful when you are having to navigate through the aisles la. So yeah. it's just yeah one of those like okay someone with the experience has come forward to share. So thanks a lot for that. Yeah, actually, can I just bandwagon on that and and that's also can, my one comment because I think. Uh, I think uh, she goes into really specific details about like mm. you know wearing the girdle is because when the sometimes you need to from what I understand uh, is sometimes you need to uh, be able to push the meal cart to the back of the aircraft even when the 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 plane oh. is still climbing so imagine the you know the having to deal with the the the, the what, what do you call it uh? the increased uh, gravitational pull, uh, right? Yeah. While yeah. while you are pulling them pushing or pulling the meal cut. So uh you need you need to really not blow your back uh, in these kind of instances. And mm. you mentioned turbulence and things like that also you need to be very steady uh, when doing this. So I, mm. I really appreciate that kind of specificity and, and detail about uh why certain things make sense about the SSQ uniform and all that. Uh. Because I think yeah like like the last episode was us just two guys just sort of laughing about it and talking about it like it's a like I mean I literally even said Halloween costume like, right and, mm, and, which she clarified which she clarified you can really feel that there's a larger sense of pride in what she's saying about the uniform yeah. like, right and and yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to seem like uh, uh, you know I'm making light of, of, of everything about it but but yeah it, it really uh, was some it's really eye-opening when we get inside information like this like, about about mm. the struggles or the difficulties of, of uh, doing their job like. Yeah. So if you work at as uh, Vogue Singapore or on OnlyFans mm. and have an inside opinion to share, please head on over to the subreddit thread for this this podcast episode. Yeah, no, don't need to send photos. Yeah, don't need to send photos. Yeah, no, just, no, no, just, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Text, yeah. You send photos, you're breaking the law in Singapore already. So Yeah, correct, correct, correct. <laughs> don't then we also can implicate it. Yeah, then we can do a live yeah. then we can do a live podcast recording from jail. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, cool. And what about your one show thing, man? Uh, I think the 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 last time I, I spoke about watching Sandman, la, right? Uh, mm. but I think the show that's really taking uh, you know, Netflix by storm now. Uh, if you haven't already heard of it or watched uh, watched it, is uh Dharma, mm. uh, you know the the true crime um series about yeah. Jeffrey Dharma, the serial killer. Have you seen it? Yeah. No, but I just saw an article saying it's the second most watched English show ever. Yeah. 
Yeah, it has. What the hell? It's basically behind Stranger Things season four. That's that's basically uh, it's that's how popular it is lah. And uh, it's quite surprising to me also because I I there are a lot of uh, good true crime dramas out there, but I never imagined that any of them would uh you know would would ascend to you know top of the Netflix heap lah. But this one, this this particular series is is done by uh, Ryan Murphy, you know, the creator of Glee and and many many uh beloved TV shows. Uh, so mm. it's it's there's um I won't spoil it for everyone, but yeah lah, it, it just it it's is good, uh, eh? it's good because it examines uh, it approaches the whole idea of the the serial killer true crime drama in a slightly from slightly different angle lah, right? Um, mm. and 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 um, in fact, it, it's been. It, there's a lot of buzz about it also because the the actual relatives of the victims have come forward and condemned the show so lah, saying that oh. it is making them relive the trauma they were not consulted they were not compensated for anything in there I mean there are literally reenactments of of the of their testimony and and their witness statements oh, out there the impact statements in the show lah. so um yeah it, it, it's quite controversial that way and a lot of people are, are questioning the ethics of uh, true crime true crime shows or so like, because they are literally, you know, you're literally mining uh, these very mm. traumatic events in, 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 in people's lives for, for profit and for entertainment. Uh, and, and possibly mm. even humanizing the serial killers themselves. So there's a big debate about it going on. Uh, you know, yeah, I even saw Noah Yap was doing, he, he did some funny... Uh, some funny videos about about uh, you know, pretending to be Jeffrey Dahmer on his account. So mm. yeah, is you know there is a there is some buzz in Singapore as well about the show. Yeah, and I mean, like uh, there are literally articles um saying Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show makes fan hot for serial killer. Yeah, the problem yeah. with sexy serial killers. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like um, mm, people think serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer is sexy. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, do do check. I I think it's worth checking out yourself and and mm. get a judgment. I, I mean, and also being cognizant of what you're feeling when you're watching the show, lah. Well, who yeah. who are you rooting for? What you're feeling? Who who do you blame for everything that's happened? You know, uh, you finished yeah. it already, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's really one of those that very very compelling to binge. Yeah. Finish, yeah. So see, yeah. party hardy. That, that's nice. A, that's that's his line, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's his line. I mean, he, he uh, says it once, uh, but it's very. It's iconic. a it's a docu documentary or a no no no. It's a it's a oh it's a, it's a like, show yeah narrative it's a narrative dramatic dramatic retelling of, oh, of the whole sequence of but but not not in in not in uh sequential order la. That's where that's where it gets quite interesting. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay, cool. Uh, my one show thing is also a TV show. It's a old show that I started watching recently. It's uh, Lost in Space, mm, also a Netflix mm. show. Did you ever watch that? Uh, I think I tried an episode or something, but I never got past. Yeah, yeah, I, I was surprised because the reason why I started watching it was well, on a flight in September. I watched this other show which was really good called mm. Raised by Wolves, which is a mm. HBO show. Mm. Uh, and I could only watch season two. And when I came back, I was like, okay, do I want to subscribe to HBO at this point? I already have all the other shit, and I have so many shows to watch. So I went to Netflix and I just looked at sci-fi shows. And Lost yeah. in Space came up. I've mm. heard about it. And basically, what I've heard is like, it's a family drama set in space. La. I yeah. watched one episode, it was okay, but by like a few episodes into the first season, I was hooked. La. Then mm. the second season was was good. Now I'm finishing up the third season. I will say that the third, third season right now, I just want to finish it because 
I want to finish it. The first season was the best. Mm, but mm. I was surprised and I think I really like sci-fi, man. I got to watch uh, more sci-fi shows, man. Yeah, I think you, next I is The Expanse. Were, you were not into sci-fi. Yeah. I just yeah. realized, fuck, man. I don't, I don't think it's a... Maybe it's a new thing, but I think the next show I'm going to watch is The Expanse because I've heard so many people tell me that that is the best sci-fi show they've ever watched. Mm, but Have although, you watched? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, that, that's something I do want to watch as well. But uh, uh, yeah, sci-fi is a, it's a commitment. Uh, it's a real commitment. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, um... I I I think I mentioned on one of my one shot things before that I I read the I was reading a, a, a one of the more popular sci fi books in the last yeah, few years yeah, the yeah. the three body problem yeah, yeah. and uh, to I think I've never read a more uh, uh I wouldn't say yeah it's confusing like, it's a very confusing book uh, isn't it that one of our common friends said is the, is amazing like you blow your yeah, mind yeah yeah Barack Obama said it's amazing. Yeah, Barack Obama uh-huh. said it's amazing and, and a lot of smart people have said it's amazing and mind-blowing and all that. But I read it and I was like, what the fuck is this shit, you know? So, oh, so, so the Lost in Space, it doesn't have any of that. A lot of cool oh, like, okay, aliens okay, and okay, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So it's kind of like our, our, our sci-fi oh, yeah, TV yeah. series that we did. Yeah, like, Human Story, like, correct, correct. Like, more of yeah, yeah, focus yeah, on human stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With sci-fi as the backdrop, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think my my experience with sci-fi is that the hardcore sci-fi is sometimes they they mm. the they care more about the the idea, you know, the the science fiction mm. idea than actual the actual delivery of the, how the idea is delivered mm. and how 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 they make it palatable for you to watch. Uh. So so that's why uh, when when it comes to sci-fi, I'm like, oh okay, do I really mm. want to enter into this relationship because I know mm. it's going to be like that, uh. Yeah, it, could, it but, potentially yeah, could be like that, you know. This yeah. one is an easy watch. Uh. It's an easy yeah, watch. A but I can see how people into, are yeah. like a little, mm, okay, it takes okay, a while okay, to get into okay, it. Okay, checking out. Yeah. But cool, man. All right. Okay. Podcast done for the week. And right. I guess we'll talk to cool. you guys next week.